Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Couples Develop podcast. My name is Bridget, and I am a marriage and family therapist graduate student. I'm here with my boyfriend, Justin, who is a financial planner, and we created this podcast to share our thoughts on both relationship and personal development topics. We're so happy you're joining us today and are committed to having an exceptional life and relationship. And today is a very special episode because we get to be here with our friends, well, not really together via social distancing on the phone with our friends, Chris and McKenna, um, joining us. So thanks so much for being here, guys. We're so happy to be here. Thanks for inviting us. Hi, guys. Very nice. Well, um, and I think Justin's here today, too. Justin, I want to say hi. I'm lurking in the background. I'm here. Somewhere. <laughs> all right. Like I said, we're all connecting from afar, abiding by social distance, um, but so glad to have you two with us today to just kind of chat a little bit um, about some of your thoughts. Uh, so I guess we'd like to start. Um, Chris and McKenna, if you guys want to share just a little bit about yourselves, your relationship, um, how long you've been together and married now would be awesome. Whatever you guys want to share. Yeah, well... Uh, McKenna and I uh, actually went to the same school that Justin did uh, back in the day, and and that's how we met. Uh, we met uh, through a through a, a church group. We were, a group of students uh, decided to go to church together at one of the local uh, churches by our school, and we met there. And figured out we both went to school together. Really started talking and uh, developed a, a deeper relationship. Uh, you know, one of the reasons we're such a big fan of the of the podcast is because, you know, it really does encourage couples to, you know, figure out that community, figure out how to develop, how do you find common ground, but also how do you challenge yourself. And so when McKenna and I started dating, we found a lot of similarities between uh, both our mindset and how we grew up. And it just became a natural fit. We dated for probably about four years. Uh, and then last June, got married. And we've been uh, living together in a, a, a small suburb in Milwaukee called Wauwatosa uh, for probably the, the last almost year now. And it's been a, a phenomenal journey and a phenomenal experience. Very cool. Well, thanks so much for sharing. And yeah, that's exciting. It's already uh, been since June already. Um, yeah. but very cool. Thanks for sharing a little bit about who you both are, um, kind of um, where you are and um, for your comments on the podcast. That was great. Um, uh, my second our second question uh, kind of just talks a little bit about um, COVID-19, of course, the topic of discussion always these days. Um, we, Justin and I would both just love to know um, a little bit about your thoughts on the whole situation, kind of how you've noticed its effects in your own life, what you want to share. Um, I know um, we love to hear both of your perspectives, but I know McKenna especially is a nurse, so that would be so great to hear um, your perspective from a healthcare uh, medical standpoint as well. Yeah, it was kind of weird because it kind of, we started hearing about it when we were in Hawaii. Um, and we were coming home actually, and we had to go to LAX, and they were starting to screen people and we're like, oh, that's kind of like interesting. Maybe we like this is something maybe we should probably be more concerned about locally versus like just, you know, this is something that's happening in China, not really affecting us. Um, sure. So that was like the first um, bit of it. Yeah, I mean, when we, when we heard about it, when we were in 
Hawaii. We were there sort of celebrating our honeymoon about six months after we went, uh, after we got married. And, and the first time we ever heard about it was just through a notification that popped up on my phone. We both were like, what, what on earth is this? Like we have to, we had to like look it up and we started talking about it and we were like, oh, that, that seemed really, that seemed really weird. And, you know, I think it began to develop more and more spark. We remember like where we were around like the Super, it was like the Super Bowl, right? We were, when people really started talking about it, like the effects that this could have in, in America and, you know, McKenna has obviously been working at the hospital for years now yeah about yeah and so you know you guys haven't necessarily seen anything like this before yeah I don't think a lot of people that are currently in practice have seen anything that's like large-scale moves so fast and and especially mm-hmm. something you know from abroad coming to the United States I mean you, you guys had no even like background on how to like handle this you, you're learning how to treat people as they come in, as they essentially. Come in and yeah. learning like how to actually help them because you know the the reality of this situation didn't necessarily exist before the first case in November, right? And so you're learning how to treat people as well as actually treating them simultaneously. Mm-hmm. And then you guys didn't even actually have the gear or anything like that to be able. Well, to most of the U.S. didn't have enough supplies. Because what the mask you usually use is used for, like, tuberculosis is, like, the most probably common example that regular people would think of. So that we don't see much in the U.S. very often. So hospitals only have a small supplies because they go bad after X amount of time. I don't know if it's, like, years or what. Um, so then all of a sudden, oh, wow, we need this stuff that we can't afford and we can't get our hands on. So it was just kind of crazy that we had to deal with something like that. Well, and nobody could have really prepped for it, whether you're a business or a hospital or a you know small business, right? Like you just wouldn't have ever prepped for something like this. Uh, and so seeing different organizations respond uh, is just really is just really really cool. Like McKenna's Hospital has been, you know, knowing that they've had to come in and, and serve an extra hand, they've been offering like free lunch right yeah we get free lunch which is really Mm -hmm. nice like one last thing to think about so communities have been serving us and like bel air has been bringing in food and different local um restaurants which is really nice well mckenna you are a hero so we we you definitely deserve free lunch and i think dinner as well and uh, (laughs) and breakfast and snacks all of it but you guys brought up a good point there that you know, many businesses have fire plans in place, you know, in case an event like this would occur that there's predetermined steps. Hardly anybody has a, oh, if our business is significantly impacted by a virus outbreak, what do we do? And obviously from a business side, everyone's making decisions on the fly because of it. And turning this into a relationship side, Bridget and I have kind of said that, oh, whether you're a boyfriend, a girlfriend, or husband and wife in a relationship, you're co-CEOs. And you have to make a decision on basically what's going to get the relationship stronger uh, coming out of this than it was going into it. So from your perspective, being a nurse working on the front lines and 
both of you having successful jobs. How are you kind of making decisions on the fly here to try and challenge yourselves to come together during a time like this rather than apart? Just because, you know, many surveys we see right now that couples are saying, yeah, the stress and uh, strain of COVID-19 is, is putting a negative impact on the relationship. So I'm curious to hear your thoughts on that. certified that we would like a, a house with some space and, and some yard because our first year of marriage has been in, a, in an apartment here in Tosa and although we are so so thankful and blessed for it uh, you know we also know that you know long term we would we would love love some space and, and a yard and, and that sort of stuff so I mean we've we've been dreaming of and talking through uh, future goals a lot more with stuff like that or just like hey this is bringing up things whether it's just the proximity or even just future goals of things like buying a house together of things that we've wanted to to attain uh, I think another thing is we've really been focusing on uh, still trying to exercise and still trying to stay relatively fit during this season and so we've been going on a ton of runs uh, and, and doing some biking and potentially even today doing some roller biking. Yeah. And another thing is like that I've realized is um, Chris is obviously an extrovert and I'm an introvert and I'm as a nurse, I work three days a week and Chris works a normal nine to five schedule. So I'm used to getting like maybe a day, like a regular work day to myself in our small apartment, doing whatever I want, cooking, make a mess, whatever. And being an introvert, even though we're like in the same space, but doing things separately, I'm still not alone. And that's like one thing that is kind of odd, but I like value as an introvert. Like I like my space. I like my, okay, nobody's here. I'm alone time. And that's hard to get when you're stuck in your house. Like, especially if it's, you know, awful outside, stuck in your house and trying to like parallel play. Is, yeah, we've been calling it parallel play is, is how we've been doing it because, you know, still trying to make sure that we're each doing our own independent things, even though that we're not able to, like, physically live our own independent job. You know, McKenna obviously still goes to, to, the, to the hospital, but because I'm not going to work, still making sure that we have our own time and do the things that we're interested in doing. Uh, you know, personally, she, she, you like to sew, right? right? And so making sure that you're still creating the space and the time to, to do that as well for me uh, to, to both read and listen to books uh, and podcasts. Uh, we've been going on a ton of walks. Yeah. Thankfully the weather has been nicer here in the Midwest. Uh, and so it, it's been really enjoyable to learn to like walks. Personally, I'm, I've never been a fan of going for walks, but just creating that space and we've been learning to have a different type of conversation uh, on walks. We've just been more appreciative on our walks of, you know, taking things into consideration or, you know, looking at a business or looking at even just a building and being like, wow, we've walked by this building 20 times now. Look at the beauty of this building, right? Like our, even our conversations mm -hmm. have been changing. And so I think it's made us more grateful uh, and more more content with the life that we've been blessed to have. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's great. I think that, I mean, there's so many things there that you guys mentioned that I want to, like, 
touch on. I mean, I think that's, first of all, awesome that you guys can, I think it was last week on the podcast and Justin and I just have been having this conversation recently about um, the rituals you have just in your own life. And as a a couple, um, those look so different today. Like how you both were mentioning just the importance of having um, your own alone time and knowing that about yourself, that that's something you value. You know, it's not like, um, you know, like some of us are more are used to, you know, like our um, morning and evening commutes to work. And, um, you know, like you were saying, sharing McKenna that, you know, you're used to having kind of a day um, where, where Chris is working and um, you have that time kind of to yourself to sort of know that so many things for us as individuals and as couples look differently and to kind of adapt to those changes, which just seems like you guys have done so beautifully with finding um, alone time and also just new activity activities you guys can share to continue to spend time together, even if it looks different. And I think even going to be habits that, you know, we began here, you know, in the midst of all this, that will hopefully continue right like uh, you know one of the things it's just a small act of something that i have learned that i love doing is every morning i try and make McKenna a cup of coffee and i just learn like if i wake up and the first thing i think about is like how can i serve uh, my my spouse or how can i serve McKenna? it just sort of sets the rest of the day up to, to sort of be in, in such a place where you know, I'm, I'm constantly thinking about, it. even if it's for something such as small as a, a cup of coffee. Uh, I, hmm. I don't think those habits were necessarily something that I was really thinking about, but even in the midst of quarantine, you know, not necessarily going out for coffee as much, always making coffee inside. If I can make mm-hmm. that for her, provide that to her, so that when, when she wakes up or when she's ready to have her cup, you know, it's there, it's ready, she doesn't have to do that, right? Like, for me, that's been, like, a practice that I never thought would have been a priority that hopefully will now continue for the rest of my life. And it's just a small act of something that I can do. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's so great that you shared that, Chris. And, yeah, thanks for sharing that. I think that that's a, such a good example of um, there's a um, – a therapist I really like named Dr. Gottman, and I've re- referenced him many times on this podcast, um, but he would call that like turning towards um, each other, like even in challenging times. And it's like during the challenging times that that's so much more important and means so much more. You know, it's like as couples and as individuals in all of our relationships during these times, I feel like we definitely have a choice to like what you're saying, um, turn towards one another. And, you know, how can I serve McKenna? How can I serve my spouse, my boyfriend, my girlfriend, you know, whoever it would be. Um, in this time rather than getting so caught up in like the stresses of the world and what's going to happen but to just be present in the moment and think okay you know what can I do right here right now to show my partner I care and like uh, Justin and I have been chatting um, just a few minutes before we both um, start our days in the morning and I found like that's been such a nice way for us both to connect um, and just kind of check in on okay how's your day going and what do you kind of have planned today and feeling like we know a little bit more about each other's days before starting off. So that's another way I feel like we've kind of turned, found another way to turn towards each other during this time also. Although Justin doesn't necessarily love coffee, he will definitely serve you ice cream and cake whenever you want it. Whenever you want oh, it. Oh my that's God. That's accurate. I was just about to say, first off, Chris sounds like you're going to be husband of the year rewarded <laughs> by the national press or the national media here. Uh, <laughs> Second comment, Bridget, uh, I, I hope you had your ears plugged there that now Chris has set the expectation since you're a, a huge coffee lover <laughs> that I'm going to be doing that. And third, in reciprocation, Bridget, 
since I drink water instead of coffee, it would really warm my heart if you can take a glass out of my cupboard and just pour it out of the faucet. That would mean a lot oh, to sure. me moving forward. Sure, sure. I, I will water. try. That will be my first thought. I hope <laughs> Justin got his water today. That That's my, how, how can I serve? Okay, I, think, I honestly. No, all I was going to say was uh, about the coffee piece. You know, Chris, yes, husband of the year. That's incredible. Justin, I don't think I'd trust you to make me my coffee. You have to <laughs> coffee lover. I'm just going to put that out there. Um, that would be incredibly <laughs> sweet of you, but just don't know. <laughs> well, well said. I, I agree. My, my skills to do that are, are not yet quite developed and I don't really want to test them on someone I care about like you um, but I, I did have one question for you Chris and McKenna when you mentioned that both of you are, are in the that you like your own alone time to go sewing and and to go rollerblading or on walk so like have you had pre-planned discussions about that like during this time what I mean by that is like to not hurt someone else's feelings like if McKenna you need to sew like do you write a note on the door and say okay Chris go for a walk I'm gonna put a note on the door it says I'm still sewing and if you come back and it's still on there that means you can't come in yet like <laughs> what, like <laughs> how for other couples because I imagine some people may one may be more wanting quality time than others or whatnot and how do you balance between saying hey I need this time for myself versus hey uh in a nice way so that the other person doesn't get offended. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's pretty spur of the moment when I decide what I want to do with not doing anything during quarantine and like, okay, now I'm actually going to, you know, be productive or do something. But I try to plan, like I, if I know I'm going to be off on a work weekday and Chris is obviously working, um, like I try to do my own things during that time because I know we can't do anything together anyway except for maybe like lunch if he has a time to have lunch together. Um, so I try to plan it around that. But on the weekends, it's more of we'll kind of both look at each other and be like, all right, like, let's take a break. Let's go do what we want to do together. Or let's have a little while of maybe I'll study and Chris will be listening to a podcast or something. So it's just like, I think more of constant communication than planning because I've never been a planner in my life. But um yeah, and I think that's even consistent here in, in quarantine where, uh, you know, McKenna will just say, you know, she, she'll she just, you know, get up and, and just say, hey, I want to do some sewing. And, and for me, that's not necessarily, hey, Chris, I want you to help me with my sewing. It's more, Chris, get lost. Um, so I would like this this time or this space to be able to, to do that. And so, you know, I, I've always taken that as an opportunity to either work on, you know, stuff with work or uh, you know, develop myself in, in my own way. So, you know, I think in both of McKenna's ways, because we were so independent for so long and then having to come into a space where we are now living together and being codependent and we never really lived together before we got married. I think the, the reality of the situation was once we got married, it was, well, we both want to be our own people. And I know you guys have mentioned that several times through the, the podcast is, we are still our own people. And so the, the things that have sort of gotten us here, are the things that we love to this point, we don't just give up on those. We still have to create the space and the margin to be able to do those things that have sort of mm-hmm. made us who we are 
that made us fall in love with each other from the beginning, right? And so I think every couple has to sort of get through, you know, knowing who their identity is on their own. And then when they get married or they have a significant other, to not lose that sense of identity because that identity is sort of what made that other person happy at the beginning. And I think knowing both of you guys, uh, that's actually one of the things that encourages me the most about, you know, even people dating in the midst of coronavirus is watching people like you, Justin, and people like you, Bridget, really living your lives as independent people together. And I just think that is just so beautiful and it's so encouraging because what, you know, your path is, Justin, is different than what your path is, Bridget but you guys get to do that together. And I think that's so cool. Well, thank you for that. And yeah, I couldn't um, agree more. I love that point, Chris, that you were just bringing up about, yeah, just having an identity. And you know, when it's always, it can be really easy when you're so close to another person to kind of, um, and it, you know, like having a significant other getting married, like that is a part of your identity, so to speak. Like that's a new part but yeah not to lose that individual self that attracted you both to each other in the first place and brought you two together in the first place and yeah I love that you both just seem to know really well in each other of okay when is it time for together and we can you know have that wonderful time together and when do I kind of need my space and need my me time and that's not um it's not offensive because I can imagine just communication is huge there um and knowing each other's kind of personalities enough to know that okay it's not me it's McKenna wants to sew and that's great yeah yeah we definitely I think have like an established like silence of knowing like if we want to do something separate it's not because I don't want to do something with you it's just like I want to do something else on my own right now and Mm -hmm. so that's just like I feel like established in our relationship so it's not something where I have to worry about okay if I tell Chris like I want to go do something on my own he'll be all upset and be worried like well why doesn't she want to do something with me instead I think that's just kind of like a base of um, what we're used to already and so that helped definitely now being home together most of the time um, that we had that set up so yeah and I think quarantine definitely magnifies that right so if that was something that we didn't necessarily discuss before this point it could have been magnified and become more difficult uh, but because it's something we've constantly been working on i'll even say quarantine has probably pushed us to even be better uh, because like i've mentioned already you know i've been working from home right and so we are physically with each other four days a week all day long right and so uh, a lot of couples are potentially that are married or you know working together in the same household might have kids right like you are around each other all the time but you know that's not necessarily still having those own your own life and your own space to be able to 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 do that right and it's so important but also making sure that you're still prioritizing time alone together right like not just assuming just because we're in proximity together all day long that that really was a date or that really counted as time together, intentional time together. Still making each other or discovery with each other a, a priority, uh, even in the midst of this, even though you're spending so much time together. Yeah, definitely. I mean, how have you guys managed, uh, you know, really living and 
in separate spaces, to be able to uh, still push your relationship forward. You guys have obviously, in your podcast, have mentioned a lot about technology. Uh, but, but even beyond that, have you guys taken up new activities that you guys didn't take up before? Bridget, you go ahead. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I feel like um, Justin definitely is um, quite creative and always pushes me to, um, yeah, just to, I think that's really the key in a time like this to um, your relationship is always what you make it. And I think when you have, and that's, you know, the time you put into it, relationships are hard work, but not to say that it's work you don't want to do. It's just, if you want to have an re- exceptional relationship, that's it's work you're putting in. And um, I think that especially during a time like this, it really promotes creativity when your options are so limited. So, um, I mean, yeah, this podcast, um, Justin and I hit some golf balls in uh, the park the other day. He was very gracious, um, teaching me a little bit and being patient when the ball went like three inches to the left. (laughs) Um, But yeah, just kind of, I feel like it's, it is sort of on the flight too. We've certainly enjoyed walks. We've done that before in our relationships. Those have been really fun. Um, Golfing is kind of a newer thing. Um, This podcast, I feel like there's lots. What about, what what would you say, Justin? Yeah, I would say one, going into this, I had a feeling that, you know, in in any situation, there's always opportunities. in the most positive or even negative of circumstances. I know, Chris, we've talked about it before that in 2008, many successful businesses that are well known that we know today were born out of the last financial crisis. And in the same way, uh, from a relationship standpoint, uh, I'm Bridget and I were going, you know, this is week number four here of having this podcast. I feel like that's brought us closer together of of just having to work through things together as a team. Like, Hey, what are we going to talk about this week? Uh, do you want to talk about this or talk about that? And, and uh, in any situation like that, you know, there's going to be, Oh yeah, I agree. Or I disagree. And then provides opportunities for us to work through challenges together. Uh, Bridget talked about it a little earlier, you know, we have daily affirmations uh, that we do each other on a phone call uh, to start out our morning. And we have a, a daily prayer together. Uh, so it's the little things, I guess, that uh, we're trying to uh, do things we've never done before in, in a creative way. I know that probably we'll continue to come up with different things or, or um, different ways to connect with one another. But obviously, we're just trying to stay nimble here. And at the end of the day, we're just tr- we know we're going to come out of this stronger than we went into it, which is, I think, from our perspective, the goal that we've just have been trying to been working to- working towards. Mm-hmm. I would agree with Justin definitely there about like you can come out on top after this. It's you're either going to be you're all in or you're not at all. You could totally fail, which is like the, I feel like the easiest thing to do, like even just little things like, you know, Chris will make me upset or like vice versa, just like either dealing with it right away and moving forward or getting better during this time or not. Like you're either going to grow exponentially I feel like during this time or just completely fail. I don't feel like there's much of an in between because if you can get through this, you could pro- probably get through a lot of things. I don't know. Mm. So. I completely yeah, agree. It's not necessarily, you know, tremendous growth or, or fail. It's, you know, the relationship will either stagnate, which I don't think anybody really wants, right? Like 
you really want to be trying to push the envelope forward and it, it takes both individuals to be 100% on board to say, hey, we understand we can't control this, but we can't control how we react, how our emotions are towards each other, uh, and, and how, we, how we want to develop through this. And, and so uh, this podcast, without a doubt, will continue to have success, not only just because of the two of you guys, but because this is something that people need in the midst of this, they need to be reminded of, you know, we can continue to push the needle forward, even in the midst of this, right? And so I think that's so important, and I think everybody has to be reminded of that uh, daily, right? Because it's a, it's a daily move, it's a daily push forward. It's not just one decision or two decisions that's going to get you where you want to be. It's hundreds of thousands of decisions you make in your life that will get you to where and, and going off that, Chris and McKenna, I know this is all about personal development. Are there any are there any favorite personal development books or podcasts or materials that you really enjoy uh, from a relationship standpoint or just life in general that you think would be uh, helpful to share to others? I mean, I think for, for us personally, I, I think you guys hit on it is the, the first is, is prayer time, right? Like, uh, for us, you know, we try and read the Bible together or, you know, even in parallel to each other. Like there, there's no better development in our opinion uh, than that. And so I think remembering the main thing, like the main thing in this situation has been what we've been really attempting to do. I'd say the approach we take is, you know, there's a book that uh, that I've read and we both read actually. It's called Love Does. It's by uh, Bob Goff. Have you guys mm-hmm. read that book? I have read that. Oh, I got to read it. <laughs> I'd, I'd really recommend it. And it's, it's, good. it's the idea. And one of the biggest ideas from that book that have really shaped our relationship is uh, Bob, who's the author, would call his wife Sweet Maria. And uh, Sweet Maria, she loves pizzas. And so within that story, he, he said, love really provides me the opportunity to say, hey, I want to grow tomatoes so that me and my wife can share in the opportunity of making pizza together. And so I think that guiding principle of saying, like, hey, McKenna loves this, and so I want to do this. I want to take this up. I want to start this or do this, because that's an opportunity for us to grow and bond and find opportunities to do that. So one of the things that we've been doing, especially here over this season, has been juicing, like a ton of juicing. Never been a fan of juice like fresh made juice before, just never had it. But that's been something that Kenna has been passionate about. And then we've actually been even, she's been reading books about it. And then it's allowed us to sort of create that bonding experience. And so if I become passionate or I become interested in the things that she's learning about, it's going to push our relationship forward. So it's not necessarily even just one relationship development book. It's finding things that that other person likes and then trying to align yourself with that. And McKenna has definitely done the same thing with with business, with business podcasts, business books. I mean, she's been consuming a lot of that information to just be able to have conversations with me. Yeah, I joke with my coworkers that I have a master's degree in business from the Koshi University <laughs> um, all the time. <laughs> so... Like, oh, yeah, you know, got my master's recently, and my professor was my husband. So, yeah. 
so good. And we just love learning from each other, right? Like yeah. it's a true joy that, that we have because, you know, if both of us are continuing to learn on our own and we can share some of the things that we're learning uh, with each other, it just creates more and more bonding experiences. So one of the guiding principles from that book, Pablo, you have to read it. I, I, w- I definitely will. And I got an idea, Bridget, that, you know, Chris said that the uh, character in there was what, Sweet Maria? That, and maybe I start calling you like Sweet Cocoa Bean or something <laughs> since you love coffee. That is very true. As long as you won't make the coffee yet, like we can just, <laughs> you can find the interest that I have in coffee. We can read books together, like Chris McKenna was saying. And then maybe I'd entrust you with that. Um, with that skill, but I, I'll I'll go speak. We'll, we'll train you up. We'll train you up on how to how to make coffee. There's only two ingredients: it's water and beans. Coffee beans. Yeah. Coffee beans. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny when I told Bridget that uh, she's like, "You don't drink coffee." She's like the only time I'll ever drink coffee is is if I'm meeting someone for the first time and they ask me to coffee. I'll order one just so they don't think I'm weird. Otherwise, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to start out the our new potential uh, business connection on a on a weird note. <laughs> do you drink the coffee, or do you like throw it to the side, like throw it over your shoulder, like, or do you still I'll have take... a cup of coffee in an after an hour meeting? No, I kid you not. I'll take one or two sips, and the rest of the day my mouth tastes so weird. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. Have you tried like coffee with caramel in it? I mean. To our to the listeners here, you guys have to be sending Justin some some coffee recommendations and how you got interested in coffee. Yeah, people say coffee can be an acquired taste, right? See, that's the thing, and like I feel like if yeah, like if like you don't like coffee, black coffee would be the worst thing. Like you got to start with like a latte, you know, coffee with milk, like something like that. Have you had a have you right. had a frappuccino, Pogo? Okay, no, no, I haven't. And I'll share since this is a podcast based on personal development, I will share actually why I don't drink coffee. And it's, it's, and I know it's an acquired taste because I know beer is an acquired taste and I've acquired that one pretty well. Uh, <laughs> but, but when I w- I'm the youngest of four by a good margin, my next closest sibling six years older than me. And when I was growing up, I always saw my dad, my two older sisters, my older brother, always needing coffee in the morning. And so I would witness them every day, you know, get their coffee. And inevitably, sometimes the coffee would run low and there wouldn't be no coffee for a day. And all of a sudden on those days, I would notice, oh, my gosh, my day was terrible. I, had, I, I couldn't get my morning coffee and it just everything was off. And I was like, well, geez, uh, they seemed a little dependent on it. And I was like. Well, if I never get dependent on coffee, I can never say that my day was bad because I didn't have it. And as a result of that, I never got myself dependent on it. I just always would always work on my own energy. So that's my rationale for it. Yeah, I do. I do. That's a pretty good story. I do like your rationale behind it. I will admit that. Even though yeah, Chris McKenna. Nothing, it's... Go, go ahead, Chris. It's just one of life's simple joys to like sit on your in a chair that you sit on every single at least for me the chair I sit on every single morning when I read my Bible and just have my cup of coffee. It's just like one of life's simple joys. 
stories. Yeah. And I agree with you, Pogo, when you become addicted to it, just like anything, it, it, it does have it. Uh, but I've just learned to just really take it in as a part of my morning. It sort of rests me. We, what, what, how do we make that coffee, babe? What's that called? Pour, Pour over. over. Oh, and so so we, good. It's slow and it's it takes some work to be able to do it you know it's not just sort of a cure a curing where you just sort of put it down you put the lever down and it makes it it's like you know a little bit more intense you know make sure you got enough beans and enough water uh, it, i don't know it, there's just something about it when you start your day it just sort of calms you it has you take a slow step to the morning not as much hustle and bustle maybe maybe that's at least me myself on the other side of why I love coffee so much. Well, we, sh- we share a similar path, Chris. Since I don't have coffee, I'm pretty groggy in the morning, so I'm pretty calm as well because I could fall asleep pretty easy every morning. <laughs> you just you lift up that tap water and you just let it yeah. back up. And, and that's sort of the rejuvenation in the morning. Yes, yes. Well... Well, good. Hey, guys, I I just want to say thank you so much for coming on the podcast today and sharing the insights from a, a successful and, and happy couple like yourselves. And as all relationship, there's things that come up, but it sounds like the communication you guys have, you understand each other well, and, and you always have each other's best interests at heart, which is uh, really refreshing and, and really appreciative to hear. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I think for us, we're, we're so appreciative that you guys invited us because we learn a ton from you guys, from the podcast. It's actually been a bonding relationship uh, for our uh, marriage. Uh, it's just listening to you guys and uh, just discover things and challenge each other. I mean, my favorite thing is like the guy you you say you said happy birthday to at his house. I mean, I was <laughs> busting out. We were busting out laughing when we heard that. So Gary. So yeah, Gary. Yeah. But, like, were you surprised? Like, were you surprised that Justin suggested we do that? I wasn't surprised that Justin suggested. I yeah. was surprised that you were like, yeah, let's do it. And I was like, oh, man. this is the Couples Develop podcast because there's no way. Like, I know Pogo has done that to me. Like, he'll ask me the first time. And I'll be like, I don't know. Yeah. Ask me again. And I'll be like, all right, fine. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, good. Always pushing the needle forward, always pushing the envelope. So I'm, uh, I'm appreciative for your relationships, and I yeah. know that McKenna and I uh, really do learn from you guys, and we're so appreciative for the impact you guys are having. Well, thanks, guys. We are so, um, I am always so encouraged and refreshed, refreshed and inspired by talking to both of you, seriously, as individuals and as a couple. Um, so thank you so much for all you shared and how much we both learned from you today and always. Well, thanks for having us. We really enjoyed it. Yeah. And McKenna, again, thank you for all that you're doing for our country uh, during this time. And, and you're helping get us back to a sense of normalcy here. So, so thank you yeah, so thanks, much. McKenna. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you both. Thank you, you both. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you, too. Enjoy right. the sunshine. Thanks. You guys, too. Bye. Take care.